Where's Champy? <laughs> so, you run, when you run the intro music, mm-hmm. I know you're hitting buttons and doing sound pads, but I don't know which one. So it's always a surprise when I listen back. But oh. then for the last one, I can always hear a tiny cut, and it makes me laugh. It again was Champy. Again. It was Champy. Let's go. Where it's Champy? Uh, Champy just spent a couple weeks training with Mikey Brown. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I wonder also, why. Gee, oh. I wonder if she's retired. <laughs> Look, didn't he enter back into the test? Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A certain oh, yeah. famous Irish sports person did not. <laughs> but let's take this one step at a time. Let's 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 go at this slowly. Champy, you sent me. A, by the way, thanks so much for for sending me an awesome. Let, what is that called? An on-card autograph of Champy? On-card autograph of what? Who is she? Who is she punching? Is she punching Claudia Gadelia in think, that picture? I think it's Gadelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's punching. She's punching the Claudia, and uh, it's an on-card autograph from Topps UFC Knockout twenty. 18 or 17? I'm think, not sure. Yeah, I think 18. 17 or 18. Doesn't matter. Like fucking time awesome. is time is fucking awesome. So Joanna Joanna Jan Jacek, first of all, two things. Uh-huh. Her signature on the on card autograph it's insane. is always different. It's insane. It's just it's just a series of wavy lines. And you can have it say whatever you want. So I think we determined that yours was Joanna Jamopi. Jo- yeah, but- yeah, Joseph Jamopi or something like that. It's it's and and her her signature looks different on all the cards. So all the cards. Why? We- but you ordered another. Uh huh. I did. Right. I you did. ordered the Im- immaculate. No, 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 not no? not the immaculate. I ordered something that was called refractor. Yeah. Retractor. Yes, that I thought. Fucking awesome. Have you gotten it yet? Nope. But um, I'm I'm expecting it any day now. I don't know why I ordered it. I just thought that refractor has to be something which is shiny. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah. It, is it true? Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Let's find out. No, you you but, have to know. You're the card fuck here. You cannot just okay. So and there is. This. I think it. I think it is. I think it means shiny, but also. Prism means shiny, but uh-huh. also holo. Holo means shiny. Holo, I, I, that, that's that's a that's a straight giveaway. Give me give me the latest in in UFC trading card um, chicanery because I, I think two or three years ago Dude. we we went we dove into this thing and all of the forum donks and the Discord mm-hmm. donks were buying what was that yep. Pri- Prism? We were buying Prism. Yep. We unboxed and that, them, and that's the latest news. Is I bought <laughs> I bought a Zhang Wei Li Prism, her first auto from that set we all got into two years ago, twenty twenty one UFC Panini Prism. I got an autograph already graded, already slabbed up. PSA ten bought that on uh, eBay last week, so that should be in my mailbox right now. You bought a PSA ten Zhang Wei Li trading card with an autograph. With an autograph, but it's the it's not the on card, Matt. It's the tape. Ah. So they give them they give them a binder of these taped little stickers, and they have to sign their name three thousand fucking times. Hopefully, they get paid a lot. 
probably not enough. <laughs> no, probably not enough. And, never, it's never enough. And and the and the the Zhang Wei Li, this it's it's the silver, so it's not numbered. It doesn't have a serial number. And uh, it was it was a hundred and thirty bucks, I think. Her, I also got I got the other one. I got the gold one, but that wasn't a PSA ten, Matt. It's not as good. You got to have the PSA ten because it's mint. It's gem mint, Matt. What is the what is the overall state on trading cards and UFC, <laughs> UFC trading cards specifically? Because I remember when we bought these. These packs, I had to get a pack from StockX, and I had to pay a you had to pay the dealer, brain, man. Damage, yeah. brain damage high amount to get it. Mm-hmm. And I got nothing out of it. The I think that the boxes and packs are still brain damaging, hot, damagingly high, but I kind of also stopped buying them and just buy single cards that yes. I want now. Probably, probably just because, because like that that Joanna like if somebody if 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 there is a european listening that also enjoys a Joanna Jamopi signature and wants to buy one you can get them on eBay and i got yours for 10 bucks yes and 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 that's kind of emblematic of what i think the market should be is no one cares about this except us which means there's probably like a few hundred people that actually buy these cards to collect them in the entire world. And the rest of it is just people trading it back and forth like Bitcoin, thinking that it's worth something it's not. This guy. Listen, I I have a theory now because I think I think the same as you. Like if you just buy these packs and, and pull them out, I mean, some endorphin push is maybe had. Can, I mean, you know yeah, I mean. it's but, gambling for sure. But... I am. I'm pretty sure now that these cards you can you can have an energy transfer out of it, and even and even created a formula that also says because you said ten bucks, and mm-hmm. I think if you get a Joanna Andrejczyk card which she touched, and you buy it for ten bucks, you get a good amount of energy back from that. And, and scribbled her name all over half of it. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, totally agree. So, what would you say? Like, what is what is next in 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 trading cards? Like, what what do we have to to pay attention to? I think that we have to pay attention to cool old shit because the hype, the hype, the people online they like to hype stuff so that they can make money, and all they do is they hype the latest and greatest thing that just came out. So let but me then, guess, let me guess the the ex- most expensive card at the moment is probably not a Conor McNuggets card but a Sean O'Malley card or something insane like that. I think it's probably Hubby. like a I think it's probably a Kamzat card at the moment for real. What is the yeah, most I expensive Hamzat card you can think of? I think it would probably I don't think it's even for sale. I think someone has it somewhere stuffed away is is a is his one of one. I remember when when it was hype time a year and a half or two years ago, the Khabib autograph from 2021 Prism, the black one of one autograph, sold for like fifty five thousand ah. dollars. <laughs> think about think about that. It's crazy, right? So, who is that's money laundering though? I get it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's all money laundering because it's like, you know, it's like oh, it's a priceless one of one. No, it's not. No, it's cardboard. Think about it. Like, it's just you're. It's cardboard. Yes. It's the only thing stupider is NFTs. <laughs> uh, 
probably, but then... Like that's, uh, that would be a hard and long discussion. What is dumber? Like trading cards? And what is dumber? Not, I, I not wanted sure, to say too... Um, not sure uh, win this, but... The... I think like I think a lot of people too bought in at this top, you know, they bought in at this hype hyped up top peak of value and then zero interest loans went away. Uh people needed their money again. People didn't have money to launder as much and value started collapsing in a lot of these a lot of these UFC cards, especially these hyped little markets. And a lot of people think they're still worth what they were. And they're not. <laughs> Yeah, you just go on eBay. You just go on eBay, and you can buy all kinds of UFC cards for ninety nine cents. They're not worth shit. It's perfect, you know. And, uh, so, so I was on. So I was on this this platform, this platform called uh, uh, Whatnot, and I got a. I got. I did bid on a card that some other people wanted to, and we had to fight over it a little bit. And I paid sixty bucks for a card that you're gonna love. It's the WEC mm-hmm. Triple Patch. That's insane. With Ryan Bowles, <laughs> yeah. Jose Aldo, and Mikey Brown. It's Mikey fucking Brown and Jose fucking Aldo and Brian fucking Bowles on the same card. It's a triple patch. So three relics, one from each guy. But then, Matt, mm-hmm. this card has kicked around for 13 years and someone has gotten three signatures on it, on the card oh, from boy. all three guys. Oh, boy unauthenticated it's not slabbed up i have no idea maybe somebody just wrote fucking names on it and said it was jose aldo signing it i don't know i do this too but look now now i think i need some cards i need i need some some cards but they have to have a relic or a signature otherwise yeah they have to otherwise i'm not seeing the value of these cards i just don't if you have a blue Parallel refractor gold one oh one, but there is nothing none none of the fighters ever touches and the, the picture is probably shit. Not interested. Although And and relics and relics are not relics have never been that expensive. It it's like it they, does not make one bit of well a lick of sense. I bet you could get I bet you could get a Gregor Musasi relic for less than five dollars right now. I I can tell you that this is true, but Exception is cards from the nineties. Like if you have if you have good cards from the nineties, the K one cards you sent me some over, like Andy Who cards or Semi Schild, mm-hmm. then then it's probably something different. Also, we need a Larissa Pacheco card. Where where is Larissa Pacheco cards? Dude, the one the PFL instant moment, whatever they released of her knocking that woman out. <laughs> so good. Two bucks. You can get it for two bucks. Confirmed confirmed correct political views. Oh project. yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's, you want you want um, before you before you get to that, uh, just the the sound clip you play the again and again and again sound clip. Uh-huh. You you people go on YouTube and look up Maurice Spears videos of Joanna on Jacek. It's so good, very good, it's so goddamn good. So um, yeah, Pacheco, bloody elbow. We need it. But is bloody elbow better now that Vox Media has dropped them? I dude or. Uh, or did Vox Media drop them because they were talking about Brazilian politics too much? I I'm not sure, <laughs> and and we can we can talk about this because we all know each other from Sherdog. And, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. The last time I r- truly read one of these articles, th- like the whole article uh, on an MMA, mm-hmm. I'm talking MMA 
journalism in quotation marks. I'm yes. The only the only articles I've probably read in the last few years are articles from Harim Sidan. Yeah. Other than that, like play by plays, which you had to read in the early two thousands, and I, I, I'm not sure why I would. I, I probably read headlines a lot. But that's where Twitter, where Twitter is coming in. So I do not see the value or the utility of of a of a website that does MMA journalism. Truly, don't. So well, if it's MMA quote journalism, no, it's pretty useless. But what if it's actual like interviewing people and asking questions that are interesting? Yeah, but that, that that's Ariel. <laughs> Ariel is there for for that. Ariel does that, and now you and now you've more. got this you dude. This this Brazilian correspondent, Lucas Resenda, and he's doing it. And I've read two articles of his in the last week. And I'm like you, I never read these fucking articles. And here I am. I read his, uh, I read his interview with Pacheco. And then I read his interview with uh, Andrade. And it's good. Yep. I, I'm not. I'm not disputing that there could be some good ones, but then I. I I'm also look. I'm watching the schmo, which which is where my interview <laughs> interest is, and I, 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 I consumed some. What is uh, what is Brandon Shops? Um, food truck the fighter diaries. and the kid. No, no. Oh, that, the food truck. Diaries. No, that I can't. That I can't watch. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't. I'm interested. I'm interested in listening to more in-depth interviews and and uh, interviews. Where they go a bit more in depth with the fighters and not just ask them how they feel and. But yeah, then, I don't want to hear about training camps. Come, I don't care. Just come back to so bloody elbow was let go from this huge conglomerate. I truly believe if they if they find the right spin, do a bit of a of a Patreon run. I think they can do good. Let, let me see their their Patreon right now. Bloody yes, elbow. Let's check bloody it. Patre- Patreon elbow. So they do uh, the vivisection, mm-hmm. which gives you the picks. Which I never, yeah. That, that's that's all. That's also something we can go into in, in another in another discussion later when we talk about the demise of the UFC. They they give you because they because one give, of the issues. What else does Buddy Elbow give you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Karim Zidane. They give is does that is that who Kareem works for? I, I do think so. Yes. Okay, well, and they give a freelancer, you, uh, but it's not directly working for anybody. But yeah, I don't even think their Patreon is 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 up quite yet. But I think it's I think I read that that it was going to happen. Oh, and they also give you the the money show. They give you the money show with John Nash, the lawyer guy who oh, yeah. knows about the money. And I like that because I like money. But I know you <laughs> I like- can't stand it. I like to spend money, so I cannot. I like to spend money. I like follow. to hear about how Dana is spending his money. <laughs> it's no, spoiler. It's not on the UFC. <laughs> you mean yeah? You mean um, the guy that uh, is domestically abusing his wife? This, this oh guy? yeah, he has yeah. to. He has to live with that. Oh no! Yeah. What a poor guy. Yeah. 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 Um, look. So I'm I'm not particularly I, I don't care if this but I hope I wish them well and I wish they they have a good patron like I think the co-main event guys showed a, a blueprint in doing a an MMA Patreon where people yeah, the pay co-mainers them. do yeah, yeah. But, but they pay them for watching movies and and giving them live tips which is insane. Yeah, they, <laughs> they I can give them, you, do, they pay them to suggest a movie to watch if, if Vidi if you 
if you if you write in and tell me what movie to watch, I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, Don't no. even do it. I you, think the Heavy Handsies do a Patreon too, and we all know Jack Slack has a very popular Patreon that I can be jealous of. So yeah, the this... the blueprint is definitely there, and there so, are people willing to so pay you, you for the it. content. And the, you can do it. And the less you are involved with big ass conglomerates, the better you're off. I think. Because you see it with you see it with Ariel uh, El Hwani, um himself. I mean, you you can think of that guy whatever you want to, but the content he provides and he's now basically free to do whatever he wants. It's way better than he was when it when that than it was when he was at, at ESPN or wherever he was. A hundred percent. These con- these conglomerates are also like behooven to keeping the narrative what the UFC wants it to be, so that they can retain access to the UFC's employees and press conferences and exactly. stuff. But now, now that the MMA Love podcast hosts are part of the way more important press release email newsletters, that is true. Um, in honor of of uh, of the the Murphy Sports uh, management press release email list, being, including us, shout out Murphy Sports. Do, do we need do, to do, give do, a oh, quick Todd Duffy update. Dude, but, uh, Todd Duffy has signed with KSW. He will be fighting Phil DeFries. Exactly, but that's that's not news. But from now on, we'll we'll be able to provide it. Is Alan Murphy though? Good. He has a good good Twitter account. Seems to be a, some, seems to be a good guy. So thanks for including us, dude. No, that is news because last night we were in the UFC thread while we were watching UFC and we were wondering where the fuck Todd Duffy was. So now we know. Oh, I knew this a week ago. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't read Twitter. What do I know? I think he was at he, he was in uh, where where else than Ariel Helwani's show? Oh, of course, yeah, there of you course. go, perfect. <laughs> now listen, <laughs> um, let's talk about the important things in MMA. All right, let's talk about probably <laughs> where would you put Fedor Emelianenko in your MMA journey? Later, way later, years later, always known about, but never understood the significance of because I came to MMA in like 2011. So yeah, post Pride, post post Fedor, post everything good, and yeah. I was already a corporatized UFC stan. Uh, it was too late for me. Which in 2011, the UFC product was way better. Let's just preface that so you you did not as probably as most people did not follow fedor when fedor was truly no like because because that's that's something old people always say and say you will never understand the greatness or the impact someone had but then i I think about tyson and and muhammad ali and it's clearly not true um that you you cannot understand the greatness of people if you did not watch them live but but dude the run that Fedor was on, like like early two thousand, I think I think his best his best era was has to be around two thousand two two thousand five somewhere around, like in all these pride things because he he was on a twenty eight fight win streak as a heavyweight, and mm-hmm. of course that was it was pride so he had a bit of some some can crushing to do, but the aura that this guy had. His legendary training videos, his insane ground and pound, and his insane fighting, and his, his demeanor. 
that is something hard to explain to people. And Bellator tried, and I've seen some good highlight packages or some 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 reels of of the guy who pro- basically tried to explain to you what he was. Mm-hmm. But it's it's probably not possible. Like a few people will remember that guy, the the truly outrageous definition. Like he he defined MMA. He was one of the of the pioneers, and and Scott Coker tried to do this as well. Like bring all the pioneers into the ring when he was when he was over. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But without Fedor, you don't have you don't have MMA as it is today. I'm I'm pretty convinced. I, see, I agree with that. Did you I see, think? <laughs> did you see who he, who he brought in? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was laughing. I think I um, think Fedor enjoyed this Legends Parade. Don't you think so? I I think so. I I think he enjoyed the whole thing, except for the for the fighting and losing part of it. Yeah, but he didn't actually thought that he could be Ryan Bader, but probably never know. No, there's no way. He, he, <laughs> I think he was. Just His retirement of... fight was was Tim, uh, Timothy Johnson, I think, in in Moscow a few years ago, where he God, actually that was knocked, awesome. Yeah, knocked the man. guy the fuck out, which is great. Knocked him the fuck out. The Legends Parade. Do you know how many of these guys you even remember? <laughs> I I knew I knew very many of them, and I had seen I had even seen some of them fight live. I had even watched some of them. Well fed Dan Henderson. Yeah. Yeah, da- dapper, had... dapper Randy Couture, um, uh, Chipper, uh, Chipper Chael, Frank Shamrock, <laughs> Chael, Chael with glasses looked kind of like Steve-O from Jackass, which was really funny. Kneeling um, Henzo, yep, towering Barnett, Double Jackson the Quinton, master. the War Master. Oh man. boy, Hoist, he brought out a Hoist. I think Frank Shamrock was there, which is insane. Also, Frank was there. Yeah, Matt Hughes. Yeah. Coleman. Just stuff Matt Hughes in there for no reason. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a big pile of shit, but yeah, th- tr- you know, th- he's th- also well. a legend. But then there is also Hansel Gracie there. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> Chuck. Yeah. Chuck looked yeah. like he wasn't. He, he, I mean, still, still with his smoke. But yeah, th- dude, idea Chuck. Was nice. Dude, Chuck threw up some of your white people gang signs when they took his yeah, picture up, earlier in the, the night. Only... You love, yeah, you love that shit. We, it's the only gang sign we can do. Thumbs up for white people. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to tell you, can't do can't do the Hawaiian shaka or any any other gang sign. You just have to thumbs up. That's our. So, case. when you were watching this whole thing, because I assume like me, you just watched the entire Bellator event. Crab, did you crack streams? Crack streams dot base. <laughs> the only possible conclusion you can come to out of watching this is that these people are a bunch of fucking dunces, right? Like. Who? Like Coker? Yeah. Yeah. Coker, Bellator, their entire production team just dunces all of them. Yeah, look. Awkward. Awkward. No, you were saying like you could make a great video presentation, but there wasn't one. They didn't present us with one that I saw. Yeah, do one up front. I saw I saw several highlight packages on YouTube which were, were freshly made. None of them were yeah, made yeah. by Bellator, which didn't surprise me because they are shit at promoting. But you you actually told me that, and you told me that the you thought thought the whole event was quite fun. The event itself was fun, but especially not, for but not Bellator the Fedor, event. Not the Fedor. But the Fedor stuff was botched and product produced by dunces. And 
you would have been better off just getting Napoleon blown apart to make a documentary and playing it for the crowd for an hour. You know, you like, it, it was just like, it, like, like, uh, they made Fedor walk out first and then they had Bader walk out. Let me ask you a question. Are we, do, are we, are we doing, are we doing a good job in preserving the memory of these guys or is it even necessary? I don't think, I don't think it's necessary because I think, Honestly, I don't think you can preserve the memory for for these legends because MMA fans have the memory of goldfishes. And there's like, again, a few hundred of us, a, a few hundred of us are going to remember how good some of these people were at MMA. And the rest of us are going to be talking about how Chamzat is the next is going to be a double champ this year. And that's it. You know, or how Ian Gary is the next coming of Irish MMA, or some dumb shit like that. Like it's just we're not we're we're a fan base that doesn't respect these legends enough, and and I think that that is if you want to if you look no further than the UFC having its own Hall of Fame, and there is not an MMA Hall of Fame. And the UFC's Hall of Fame is not even real. It's like virtual. By the way, patron exists. patron idea for the bloody elbow guys. Do proper rankings. Do proper let's say Hall of Fame stuff. Probably yeah. probably a good idea. A real hall a real mixed martial arts hall of fame. Because people are talking about it for twenty years now and no one has done it just blaming the UFC that they, they do a shit job. But no none of these journalists ever have done it. So why not? Why not do this? Okay, why now, not do it? Yeah, it's look. We we saw we saw the end of Shogun we, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You had you had great. You had an excellent take that these people must be beaten into retirement. I think so. Truly, think and so. Uh, you are correct. And let's just say, I mean, I don't want to tell younger people or, or newer fans that oh, you you never knew who Fedor was. Thereby, you don't know what. But still. With Fedor, something is ending for me now too. Like the Pride era and like Fedor and Shogun, for example, they truly defined what I thought and what what brought me to the sport. And and seeing these people on this on this nice class class photo class picture, it's it's nice. Some of these guys. So, Matt, uh-huh. twenty years ago, uh-huh. a young a young man serving in the Swiss military. Uh-huh. How did you watch a Pride when Pride happened? How did you watch Fedor's most recent fight? You could you could download parts for 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 fights on on certain servers. You can watch them in, <laughs> in four pixel by four pixel windows. Streams <laughs> cracking up probably most of the time did not work. Bit did later, you ever find like an English language DVD in Zurich yeah, 20 yeah, years no, ago? No, no, I ordered did you them. Go I, buy I, that even, or you order I ordered it? I ordered a lot of DVDs from all over the world. I'm Fear, sure doggy. Fearing of my credit card data. <laughs> fear, fear for it. No, I actually never ordered something from Sherdog. Questionable websites. Because as soon as I heard that Jeff Sherwood used to send around cold fries in his packages. Not not going to do that. To you were like, we have McDonald's here. I don't need Dude, that. These, these fucking DVDs cost like 50 bucks, which, yeah. So, so you've been watching Fedor since Pride. 
Yes. And you feel something ending for you too. Yeah, I, I do think so. I mean, I, I think like truly the first the first Fedor fight I do remember watching it was against Sammy Schild. And I knew I knew Sammy from from kickboxing, of course, which which is probably where my my fascination for for fight sports is coming from. Dude, Sammy Schild, when he transferred to MMA, he wasn't he was successful, but the kickboxing record on that guy that is that is something absolutely insane. So that that was my first introduction to Fedor, and I, I knew that he probably would lose against Fedor. But just I'm I'm truly the only thing I can do is if you have not seen Fedor around the two thousands, go to Fight Pass and watch mm-hmm. some of these fights, or, or even go to YouTube and watch some of these fights. Look that you see the entrances. Look look for the for the hype packages. That Let is me a, share something with you. That, that is an aesthetic. Been... That is an aesthetic, and and a way of fighting which you will never see today. I think I think because this is a. This has been in my show notes file for about a year. Let's go. This guy has a show Fedor, notes. Fedor versus Arlovsky in Affliction. <laughs> That's an awesome fight, man. It's so fucking awesome. Dude, Arlovsky, like 2000, a comic, like 2002. A comic I, this was for a belt. Yeah, this was course. for a belt. The Affliction belt. It was, no, it was for the Whamma belt. Oh, the Whamma belt. Yes, exactly. Matt, this is a this is a belt that traveled across promotions. It's who best. killed it? Who killed this belt? Dana White, Scott Coker. <laughs> yeah, Scott Coker killed Dota Five Thousand. Ryan Bader is probably the lineal Whamma belt uh, champion right now. Probably. Any anything to say about Ryan Bader? Uh, no, I remember I... the I remember the promo package that Ryan Bader did with with another guy, which which the, the name evades me now. He's, he also fought for a long time in the UFC for his application for the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> CB Dalloway. CB Dalloway, dude. That is that is what Bader did. Uh, this and him getting choked by Tito Ortiz. That is what, uh. what I associate with Bader. Oh, so good. Yeah, that, that promo package was great. That was for the Ultimate Fighter. CB fucking doll. Wait, I remember I watched that because of some cards I collected and talked to you about. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Uh, no, it was this... this they, Ryan Bader, the only man to beat Fedor Emelianenko twice. Like, you dunces. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, no. Come look, on. Bellator might have had a, a good show. Their desk... Is, is such truly abysmal. Trash. Like, oh. You cannot even imagine how bad it is if you, because you cannot, you cannot possibly listen to this and think it's good. You cannot do it. So they the, fucked up. They probably fucked up the the Fedor goodbye a bit because that is that could be a huge show. That could be a huge like ceremony. You could have had a ceremony to open the show. A yes, ceremony exactly. to open the main card on. Broadcast TV, CBS. Exactly. You could have had a video package on broadcast TV. You could have had Fedor walk after Bader and just let his entire opera music play on Turn It Up to 11 and just shut up, John. Shut up, Moro. God damn it. Just let the man walk. Make him a terrible pride ramp or anything anything on that. The ramp, like they had Lenny scream. Ugh. Yeah, but look. At least they did that. Look, Matt, yeah. Matt, 
we have waited how long for mixed martial arts to be on primetime broadcast television in the United States? How long has it been since it, the UFC was on ABC like three years ago? They were like, yeah, we're not doing that again. Yeah. Coker did it. I don't. And then they did. This. I don't care about your. I don't care about <laughs> your uh, whatever your, your broadcast TV and pay per view shit. I I never cared. Sorry. They did it twenty years too late. <laughs> I don't even know what a broadcast TV is anymore. The only person I know that has terrestrial television anymore is my mom, and she's like seventy years old. Yeah, look, crazy. So. We had Fedor versus Bader, which is an, an, and it's not about the fight. No one cares. Um, anything else on that card? I heard that uh, Brandon Ward was killing Saba Homasi because I didn't watch that one. And I also heard that Johnny Ablin is probably one of the best fighters nobody ever heard of. Uh, I don't think Johnny Eblen is that good. But um, the good. one thing you missed that you really shouldn't miss is possibly contender for KO of the year Larkin. Lorenz Larkin yeah I saw the gif the fuck <laughs> fuck man Jesus this dude that was perfect so go watch that but he's, oh he's... and Alejandra Lara lost again and that makes me happy mm, fair so. enough Fair enough. Yeah, so that was Bader Bader versus Fader or that's that's probably hard to say but yeah this, this picture though that it's nice it's nice that they all went there it's nice that yeah. Coker invited them. That's that's okay. That's it nice. was like fun watching a bunch of aw- awkward dudes be awkward, like Coleman going in for the hug multiple times. That was fun. It's nice, you know. Coleman is a good <laughs> dude, probably nowadays. I mean, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> then uh, anything anything else to, to to tell him? Just watch his watch the old Fedor fights, like. Around watch and to, and to watch and watch the three hours of pride history that Napoleon Blown Apart made for you for free on YouTube. Just yes. go watch it. Because if you're like me and you didn't, you don't know the significance and you don't know the stories and what happened and why, you need to understand what. Like the UFC made a cartoon about how pride got killed, and that is not what yeah, you need imagine, to know. What you need, imagine that what that... you need to know is what Napoleon Blown Apart <laughs> gave you. Imagine you're you buy Pride and the only documentary about it you're you're making is how it was killed by the Yakuza. Jeez fucking Yeah. Christ. Yeah. And, and that and, is, and, that is yeah, actually yeah. that's a good that's a good segue to talk about the decline, the demise of the ultimate the crustiness, the rusty crustiness, the <laughs> Because the slow collapse. Because of course, and let let's talk about this first. We are at the Ultimate Fighter season thirty-one, which um, oh started, fuck, we started to it started to boil up again because <sighs> you know yeah. who who the supposed coaches yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, famous Irish yeah. sports person. Yeah, Connor is back. Famous Black History Month representative, Michael Chandler. Uh, Happy Black History Month. Um, Chandler is not present, and I'm kind of bummed in an ironic, sad, angry sort of way. Um, What is what is? uh, Are you going to make me watch? Are you going to make me watch the Ultimate Fighter again? Oh, we'll watch it. Uh, Will it happen though? uh, Will it? Will it it truly happen though? Because I'm not so sure. Connor has several lawsuits against him. 
he settled one recently because he uh, there, there has to be that, that's one Who he threw several? a girl off his no a girl had to jump off his yacht because she felt so unsafe i mean i don't know and it, it, it could be made it could be made up but still it's it's a pattern now that this guy from smashing cell phones to actually get run over by a car <laughs> on his bike <laughs> he got hit by a car on a bike no but yeah. but truly like 2016 is the last time we saw a good mcgregor or 2015 yeah and how when was the last time we saw a good chandler i mean several people are big fans of the way Chandler fights. So I'm I'm, I'm not so sure. Like I, I'm not hating on the on the choice of coaches. But I I want to I want to tell you that it's the Ultimate Fighter 31. The first few shows were quite different because they basically just did not fight so many times, but they did coaches challenges or yeah, yeah. A lot of challenges yeah, like now a lot the of just only challenge now is like a prank or something. They have to prank each other. Yeah, they have to prank each other once. Like that's their challenge. Remove tires from cars or something like that. I, I've seen it a thousand times. So this format is stale as fuck. We'll watch yeah. it, but it's stale I as think, fuck. Where, I think where you're do, going to subject me to this? Yeah. Where it's kind of bad. where will these guys find? actual fighters to participate in that because what's crazy is this is supposed to be at lightweight right i don't know i, I have not read details the i only think thing, it is and... the, the only thing i know is that mcgregor hasn't re-enrolled in the usada testing pool all right well i for one cannot wait for half of these contestants to be driven absolutely insane by michael chandler's platitudes um yeah, that is going to be funny as fuck who is, so, who's the worst? In in, that let's, sense. let's rank. Let's rank. Michael Chandler, Randy Couture, or Rich Franklin? Who is the worst yeah, platitude? The worst platitude fuck. Uh, it's Rich Franklin. It has to be. 100%. No, if you, it has to be. If but you, then I want to say it's Chandler, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so what is, what is the ultimate fighter these days? Besides a just a a cookie cutter yeah. that I can push over and just reproduce and reproduce and not do anything new. The ultimate fighter is an excuse to get some people, get some warm bodies in the UFC for very little money. That's all. I mean, uh, even we know that now we have, we have the betting fans. We have the pandemic fans. We have Ronda Rousey fans. We have Conor McGregor well, fans. Like all, presumably all- – ESPN pays the UFC some amount of money to produce this show. The UFC doesn't take money out of their own pockets. Yeah, to no, do it. but they but, do. But listen, I mean, I I get that that there are people out there who haven't seen thirty one episodes or thirty one <laughs> series. I, I get that. Yeah, and they still find it boring. Yeah, yeah. Because reality uh... TV is basically uh, that that was done for us in the nineties with Jersey Shore. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's over, man. Yeah. It's over. But, man. We have, we but have... it's not over because Dana is Dana hasn't evolved past nineteen ninety nah, two thousand seven oh, anyway. You mean so, you mean the guy who hit his wife in front of cameras yeah, the, on New Year's? The Eve? guy who has to live with hitting his wife for the rest of his life. The guy yeah, that guy. The guy who didn't know that Islam Makhachev is the guy fighting Volkanovsky? The, the Wait, best. is that is whoa? Hey, look, his, the name the name did not come to his mind, and I get it. Still, if you if you think that 
without you, none of the promotion could happen. Like nobody could the job could do the job besides you. And then you 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 cut the shittiest promos ever heard in the history of mankind. And even forget your second your second main event fighter. He's, he's gotta be on the way out. He he has to Dude, be on I the way really out. hope so because I think he's a huge part of the problem. That he capitalism is, is the yeah. first part of the problem and Dana is the in, the, the incarnation of capitalism. And the demise yeah. of the UFC and I know look we are the MMA Love podcast and I look we do love MMA and the, 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 <laughs> why <laughs> If I love something, I have to be able to criticize it. And I will the, get to the above shortly. Don't worry, <laughs> what, folks. What the UFC is doing, and we had we had it with this card, Spivak versus Lewis, and it's not even the worst card. Like I have another card. Let me let me pull it up. <laughs> um, we is have it UFC two eighty four. <laughs> no, UFC <laughs> Fight Night. <laughs> Headlined uh, and I, yeah, headlined by Santos versus Blanchfield. Oh, that's right, that's then, right. Because they didn't, event. The, they didn't give Santos a rematch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, listen to me. Co-main event. Okay, Jordan Wright versus Zach Pauga. That's right. Zach is back. Then Zach Josh Parisian back. versus Jamal Pokes. William Knight uh-huh. versus Marcin Brachnio, and Jim Miller versus TBD. That is your card on the 18th of February in two weeks. Where are you seeing this? Because topology for me has Gabriel Mowgli Benitez fighting Jim Miller. Okay, I have a graphic in front of me. The official, oh, the official the... Eurosport fight night graphic. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you got you to gotta use topology, man. Topology is our source of truth. It is. Not, at... not even the UFC. Topology knows more than the UFC does about their own Helsin, events. That is at the apex. Same as this That's card this tonight. The Apex, which clearly oh. is the shittiest venue in in the history of mankind to conduct fights. Like I, I watch fights happening on playing fields, which have more intensity. I like, yeah, this yeah. this uniform yeah, I, thing. Then they, then they buy then they buy new sponsor. Like, how many sponsors are in the octagon dude. right now, dude? Because dude. for newer fans. The reason why they brought in uniforms for the fighters was the reason they brought forward was they have to clean up the sport. The hydration, the hydration center, exactly. The the prime hydration corners, yes, exactly. They didn't mention them last night, so I don't know when this goes into effect. But I cannot fucking wait. I will die laughing when they call this corner the hydration center. Long story short, the UFC truly has to do something because. I'm not saying these these fight night cards are bad. They're just not, not even. You cannot tell me that these are the best fighters in the world fighting there, because you have KSW, you have Brave, you have all of you have Cage Warriors, and you clearly see the same level of the same level of fights, but way better shows around it. Way better. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. So, what are they even doing here? Besides just... They are pr- paid up front and they do not have to perform. They don't care anymore. So, what, No, they you don't. Have, they... You have one FC, which clearly has awesome fights. They invented four-ounce kickboxing. Four-ounce <laughs> yes. Muay Thai. Yes. 
<laughs> they have... invented it and got sued by uh, fuck someone because yeah, the they Muay Thai authority because they they called it Muay Thai and the yeah, Muay Thai yeah. board sued them because yeah, yeah, it's not Muay Thai because you have four ounce gloves. Of course, it's not proper. We're taking you to court. Then you it's have the you have this head promoter, the guy who um, abused his wife on New Year's Eve, um, mm-hmm. shitting on Fedor in the post fight presser. Jesus, he talked about and and let's go let's get into this card because it was some road to the UFC conclusion. Did you it know was, that up front? Matt, it was so awesome. No, but yes, let, I knew let that me, up let, front. Me, let me get, finish, let me finish the rant and then we go to the good stuff. Okay. Yes, I knew that up front. No one knew about it. No one knew. No one even knew in our little unit, our little six-person Discord of hardcore MMA fans. Maybe one or two of us knew that Road to UFC was a thing that happened and happened more than once because some people remembered Top Noy in Singapore winning and then smoking a cigarette. No one knew that those three fight nights prior to the Singapore UFC pay-per-view were like the start of a tournament. Now listen, Dana had the Except audacity. Me and maybe one other person. Dana had the audacity to talk about the life-changing experience these guys had fighting in the Apex after a tourney no one watched and the winners did not <laughs> even get a fucking medal. <laughs> yes. No, look, life-changing for sure. You'll be depressed forever if you're the winner of these tournaments. <laughs> Yeah, if you won this, congratulations! You're stuck on a twelve to show, twelve to win contract at best. And you, you truly, your biggest sports accomplishment up so far happened in the UFC Apex, where no one cared. On an undercard, that is that is truly like it's spitting in the face of this sport. What the, what the UFC does at the moment with all the things we listed and we talked about several podcasts along uh, <laughs> ago. It's spitting in the fa- in the face of the sport. Not- it really kind of is because there are so many better ways to do this, not least of which doing it in South Korea as planned, whether you have the zombie as your main event or not. They truly- it's a fucking no-brainer, and they didn't do it. They, they don't do anything. Listen, no, they don't. Because they're paid up front. They have no incentive to do anything. A few few observations for Spivak versus Lewis. Minty bets. Okay. Replaced Johnny the Greek. Uh, yeah, Minty. And she's serving a a part of UFC fans, which I'm also not a fan of. The guys are just watching because they bet on it. Doesn't doesn't make the sport I, any better. I I bet on every single one of these fights. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Look, Yiri was in attendance. Yes. Punching, oh, fuck. punching his injured shoulder. The worst shoulder injury of all time, according to Dana, just punched. Just yeah. punched. Yep. Yeah, dude doesn't give a fuck. No, as I said, the winners competing in the Apex, no trophy, no fanfare, nothing abysmal. Bisping, did you, did you see that Bisping was very red? Uh, yeah, he was. He was quite red. <laughs> then, <laughs> the, the, Bisping also... He, he, he went a bit on my nerve because he was pointing out several times that it was Laura Sanko's first time. Well, he's kind of an asshole, so you know. And listen, she and she and she did give him a hard time back, which was good. It's good. Let's discuss Laura Sanko. Historic. My no, she wasn't the first one. 
Uh, yes, that's that's a fact. So, the first the first woman on the desk was at UFC one. So you're not the first <laughs> one. Second one, but historic change is good. So my take is change these announcers, refs, judges, the booth every time, often, regularly. We yep. need variety. Yep. We need diversity. Yep. It is true for yep. the UFC in general. Everything that changes is good. Even. Even if it's just a damn new sponsor like Prime. <laughs> that, is, that is that. And then, yes, it was refreshing to hear someone else give their take. I think she was better than 99% of all the other color commentators we've ever heard before. She was very good. And I hope, I hope they continue with her. But still, I wish. Just change it every time. Yeah, I don't want her to do it every week because then she will get extremely tired of it and uh, Gets, yeah, you can't do that. It, it, she will be Felder in no time. Just obnoxious. No time. Yep. Now. Are you this, ready? This undercard was Holy fucking shit. insanely good. Yes, dude. Thanks, It was fucking Japan. awesome. Thanks, Korea. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, China. Thank you, Indonesia. Thank you. Thank you, India. That's that was truly like imagine this card happening in somewhere in South Asia. Korea, Singapore. Imagine it happening to Tokyo. a almost sold out dome in South Korea. Imagine why didn't it happen there? Do you know? Do you know the reason? We have speculated. We put on our tinfoil and we thought about it and we speculated that because zombie was off the card uh they <laughs> they decided they couldn't i speculated they decided they couldn't sell tickets for as much as they wanted to so they didn't bother another yeah. user another user speculated that Derek Lewis said he didn't want to travel and we can blame Derek Lewis like what is the I, – I cannot think besides COVID restrictions or something like that. I cannot think of a good reason to put all these poor fucks into the UFC Apex, not giving them – I think a, not, not I'm even giving them pretty anything. sure that every world leader in every country has told me that COVID is over at this point, so I don't think it was that. Listen, they won this tournament – they did. I have no idea what their contract looks like. These people were just banging each other throughout the whole undercard. Dude, these dudes all are bangers. Every single one of them finishes. Iron Turtle just dominating to you. Yes. Yes. Awesome fucking performance. Like, like even having to fly. I, I don't know where he trains, actually. I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm imagining he's training somewhere in, in Asia. Probably I think a Bangtao. Trains out of South Korea. Probably a Bangtao. No. Everyone it is says Korean top team on his topology. Okay. I think he's in Korea most so of the time. So besides flying there, he just banged out a training partner of Sean Strickland. <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. Then, first fight of the night, Taira. How the fuck can you use Tyra as your curtain jerker? Why was this guy not the co-main event, or, or at least on the main card? Dude. Explain this to me. It, 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 Explain it, this to me. How are you so bad at promoting fights that you say over and over again that this kid 
is the one the hardcores know that this kid is the one that is going to put Japanese MMA back on the map, that this kid is a wizard at jujitsu. And yet every time, first or second fight of the night, what is this? What, what? Tell me over and over again how good he is and then put no eyeballs on him. How are you so bad at promoting? Uh, it, it's, it's incredible. You had. It is fucking dismal. You had Nakamura versus Kazama. Like, th- inject this fight directly into B-Wayne. Oh, my God, Nakamura. Dude, Nakamura, I want to... Sh- I want to work with Jiri and show Jiri the, how good Japan is. <laughs> and show the world with Jiri how good Japan... What a post-fight! <laughs> these guys, also, these two guys just walking straight into each other. No regards. Just pure recklessness. It is, it is obvious amazing. that this dude, em, this dude emboli, em, em, uh, emulates the Jiri Prohachka style of fighting. <laughs> like the only thing I can truly do to honor them is to talk about them on this podcast, which is because it happened in, this fight happened in the Apex. Probably five people have seen it. Dude, it was so good. Dude. The prelims were so, so good. Then I had Fuck It. <laughs> fuck It. Yes. Versus Kinoshita. Yes. The contender yeah. guy versus the late replacement guy. I was like, uh, it can't be good. And then I was not so sure why everyone seemed so high on Kinoshita because the dude fought pretty stupid, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Which, but, you know, whatever. F- fuck it is well-rounded, very, uh, very slow though. And then the elbows, so good. His question to the booth, if he was violent <laughs> enough, very, very good. Yes. Hope, yes, I hope Sank answered with yes, pal. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, so awesome. Like th- these... Like imagine, imagine these fights in a, in a in a proper setting. We would be talking... About this on the card for years. It would on the been, card of the year. It would have been deafening. It would have been deafening. We would talk a, about it as on the card of the year. Are you, for sure, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then even the even the like even the like half dozen South Koreans that showed up and bought tickets to the fucking Apex made noise for this thing. It was awesome. Like that is that is. Thank you so much for this. Then we, we moved on to the main card. You have Joy versus Nelson. It's majority draw. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I mean. Tagoni stole my 10 bucks. <laughs> how, can, how can Joy be in a majority draw? What is going on? <laughs> Didn't the two, two judges had it 28-28? How, how is it even possible? I don't even know, man. It's like... like no, but how? It's not, but it... Because so, and there was one point where Adelaide Bird was sitting cage side to judge a fight and was so out of position, you just see her head poking out from behind a post over and over again because yeah, she Bird, can't see the Bird action. Had this one was 29, so 27, I think. Which yes, she did. Look, and then you had Tibura versus Ivanov, and why? That's a, this has to be one of the and worst And that fights is basically ever. when I stopped watching and went to bed. It has to be one of the worst fights ever. I didn't, wa- I didn't really watch. Okay. I didn't watch. Just 
the fact that Ivanov got stabbed more times than I'm years old, it's probably the most interesting he thing. He got stabbed more times than Tybura hit him, at least for the part of it that I watched before I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to go to bed. Then you had Devin Clark versus Yundaun. I mean, meh. Cannot cannot say so much. Then we had it got Sp- it got apexed. Yes. Yeah. Then we had Spivak versus Lewis. Mm-hmm. Spivak walkout song, very very good. Um, you had like in these in the short amount of time that this fight happened, Spivak just racked old Lewis. Like five takedowns, six takedowns, relentless submission attempts, ground and pound. Dude, Sergey was just toying with Lewis. What what was going on here? <laughs> um, it kind of bums me out, but it also makes me happy. Do you think Lewis is gonna just hang it up here? No, he he won't. We just we, he needs to get he needs by the he way needs it beaten. He the, needs it beaten out of him. By the way, the best promoter in the world who punches himself and hit his wife on New Year's Eve didn't have it in him to give a bit of props to Fedor, but said that he loves Lewis and he will go, go nowhere. That's what he said. Oh, God. Yeah, so this another Apex card in the books. <laughs> so what did? So what, what happened? Did, did someone say, did you see Fedor's last fight and he and Dana did the, like, who? Yeah. Who? Who did you say? It's like, yeah, he was never a fan. Like, he, he, he tried to sign him, but it didn't happen, and he was never... <sighs> he was never convinced that he was a good fighter or, or the best fighter on the planet or something like that. Just just can you Yeah, I think I think I Dana's got to go. Absolutely. We have to we have to repeat this over and over again. It's not good for the UFC. It's not good for the product. It's not good for the fighters that this guy is still there and still talking because this, this clearly... dude needs to go be he needs to go be a politician. Clearly, he does not give a fuck about fighting anymore. Well, he he gives so there's this thing. Fucks, there's he gives more fucks about power slap, the ultimate surfer, and slapping his wife. Yeah, well, I think he should go. I think he should go run for senate or something I here don't in the care. states because just go it, away. Well, that's the thing is he's the complete. The ability to completely divorce yourself from the material reality around you is something that. Is sort of happening Dude. more and more here, and it's good. It's good. It's a it's a positive trait when you're a, when you're a politician. It's what Dude. you need. It's what they do. They had but the here they had the conclusion of a champion of a championship tournament, and did not have it in them to have any celebration whatsoever. I cannot. I, yeah, just I'm. I, I, what it, what are you, dude? I'm I'm going to small ass damn local events. Where the main event guy, the local hero, gets beaten the fuck up, and then they yeah. have a two-hour celebration with that guy speaking on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, it pumps me. It pumps me up. It's so good. And then you watch this, and uh. you think the disrespect, man, it's insane. <clears throat> um, These talking about, dudes talking had... about disrespect, pal. Uh, let me remind you, guy who slapped his wife on New Year's Eve. <laughs> your main event next week on UFC 284 is Alexander the Great Volkanovsky versus Islam Makhachev because you forgot it is. because you clearly yeah, forgot yeah you didn't remember and yeah yeah I can say that happens 
but then you're clearly bad at your job because the only job you have is to promote stuff and you don't. What do you think of a SCARD? Let me tell you. The My pump level for Makhachev versus Volkanovsky is unreal. After I listened to Volkanovsky on Ariel Helwani's podcast. <laughs> Volkanovsky dude, knows how to promote himself and yet Dana can't remember who he's even fighting. Dude, Volkanovsky. I was, I was making this point on the Discord that if Volkanovsky beats Islam Makhachev, he is the pound-for-pound pound goat. What is your take on that? Yeah. Okay, I just want him to defend the belts because I have PTSD from people becoming champions and not defending belts. If this okay. guy beats, so, if this guy so, beats Islam Makhachev, he's the goat. I think he. I think you are correct. Can he beat him though? <clears throat> yes, absolutely, he can. He will show up, and he will be as thick as a uh, standard American pickup truck, mm-hmm. and uh, his neck will uh, not exist. Yes, <laughs> uh, I think you said. I think you said um, you are like two feet taller than him, yet he weighs as much as you do, right now. I I weigh. Dude, dude t- told me told us on on Ariel's show that he's seventy seven kilos. That's about eight kilos lighter than me, but then he's like twenty centimeters smaller than I am. No, I don't know what any of that means, but I, I know it means learn. he's thick. He's thick and he's short, dude. So good, <laughs> and. So amazing. As Ortega proved, this dude just won't get choked. Nope. Kind of like he'll just kind of breathe through it. And uh, I'm I'm interested. Uh, I am I am a twelve out of ten. I'm pumped for this fight. And then you see these guys standing besides each other, and you clearly, I mean, look at the, the the size difference. It's not funny. <laughs> Um, but I am truly, truly pumped for this fight. By the way, who, you know who else complained about the UFC not promoting stuff? The guy who needs it the most because he's shitty at promoting himself? Islam Makhachev. Islam. Yes. Yeah. Was not... Islam Islam has the follow, the, the your standard Beard Brigade following, though. But, like, he doesn't cross over from that at all. Yeah. So, like, you know who you know who she, he should get to promote him is um is his mascot, Hasbula. Dude, Hasbula is doing well for himself. Fuck yeah! I'm not and a if fan. Hasbula went into promotion, already did for himself. Well, yeah, but he needs he should do it for Islam. Let me check. Let me check the NFT floor price for Hasbula's NFT he released. <laughs> Hasbula needs to needs to print a uh, Islam NFT. Dude, for the upcoming fight. Crypto Haspula. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, the floor price dropped a bit. His floor price oh, yeah. is at 0.083 ETH, which it's not bad. What does that equate to? Is that like a dollar? Nah, pal, please. Because I would give you 10 cents. It's for sure. 135 bucks. That's see, that's ridiculous. For and that is Hustler Haspula. I think we need Islam to be promoted by Hustler Hezbollah. 
So yeah, that's I'm 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 copy pasting. So I'm copy pasting. I agree a, with Islam. Yeah, absolutely, I do. What what is your take on the fight, though? I think Volk wins. I bet on him yesterday. How does he? Win? I th- How does he? Win? I th- I think he. I think Islam is gonna blow his gas tank, trying to get Volk to the floor, trying to keep him there, and I think Volk is going to outperform him after round one, uh, and take a decision. He will have. He will. Have, he will be take better a on decision. The feet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't. Take I, the decision. I don't see him. I don't see him finishing Makhachev. I don't see him. Transforming the power to knock him out because he couldn't knock out the nope. other guys on in his weight class. Nope. That is clearly has to be a decision fight. I'm probably taking Makhachev by decision or by submission. But no, no, <laughs> no. Don't don't truly, don't be like this. It's truly an awesome fight, man. I love it. This it's is truly an awesome fight. And if Volk beats him, you're right. He's the goat. This this fight truly pumps me up and. To be honest, matchmaking of UFC, the things we know so far, it's not pumping me up a lot. Because Santos, yeah, well, Santos I mean, look versus at the rest Blanchfield. Of, look at the rest of the card. Look <laughs> at the rest of this card. But next time, 285 looks a bit better. You have John Jones versus Cyril Gone, which is an awesome fight. And you have Shevchenko versus Grosso. Joff Neal versus Shafkat Rahmanov. 285 is a pretty, pretty, pretty awesome card. UFC realized how fucked they are, so they decided they would finally pay John Jones. UFC 286 is a good card in London. Vera versus Sandhagen. Yeah, 287 yeah, has Pereira versus Adesanya too. It's good. It's good. Burns will kill Jorge Masvidal. So yeah, that's good. We have we have some good main and co-main, but the cards sprinkled in between. A good fight night. Piotr Jan versus Twalishvili. And Volkov yep. versus Romanov. That is good. But yeah, but pal, mm. we have something way better. What's that to look forward to? Is it IMAAFFFFMMAF? The International Mixed Martial Arts <laughs> Federation World Championships Week, which will in Belgrade, Serbia, which will culminate in Brave CF sixty nine at the Stark Arena in Novi Beograd, Serbia. Fuck yeah. Dude. As a fan, <laughs> as a fan, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm getting pretty pumped about this. Dude, they have over 500 athletes registered from all over the fucking globe. Ten bucks. You can I watch, can watch amateur MMA for an entire week. Yes. I was a little surprised that they have to fight every single day. Um, it's not. It's not that. It's not like that. You have, you have. By the way, like on on Saturday there is the the tournament draw and registration, and then you have Sunday the bracket of thirty two for juniors and seniors, and Monday you have yeah. the bracket of sixteen. Tuesday you have the quarterfinals. Wednesday you have the semifinals, and Friday you have the finals. So yeah, it's like five days of fight. Ten if bucks. you are the champ. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah, d- d- depending on the best, and how best many people ref are in, in the there. game, best ref in the game will be there. Absolutely. I haven't actually told my wife that I'm going to watch MMA for an entire week straight for ten bucks. Probably should. And I, I know she'll be unimpressed. 
No, but then when I tell her that, uh, when I tell her who's refing, she will be intrigued. I hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly looking forward to this experience. Let me tell you. Uh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy you're doing it. I was a little bummed to find out you may not be refing brave. Um, yeah, I let's, you, let's I see. that was part of the package. Pal. Let's see about that. <laughs> be just. I'm just saying, as your agent, be there, be available. You know, let's see in case they that. need you. Let's yeah. see about that. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Let me tell you, the level of some of these fights will be truly insane. Ten bucks, whole week of fights, can't go wrong. If you're near Belgrade, Serbia, day tickets cost you two bucks. Oh my god! So, dude, I would I would be taking the week off to be quite honest. If the if I was there, yeah, I mean it's a, it's an Oprah. I heard uh, like several people hit me up in the DMs and asked me if if I was there or if they could could attend. And uh, I know of, of at least some people from Switzerland who actually travel there just to take. Wait, are days. you talking about people who know you personally, or yes. are you talking about listeners? Yeah, listeners. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know some of them personally, but not, okay. not, not all of them. Um, so two things happened. Man. Two listener things happened. Oh my uh, God. One we talked about already was someone reached out, a uh, management reached out and put us on a PR list, which is hilarious to me because they were like, we see you have a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I was talking to someone about cards either on Discord or Instagram or something, and they were like, holy shit, you have a podcast? Jesus. And I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, and they it's... and then they they tune it in and they're like, holy shit, you guys have like 60 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I am I am surprised too. <laughs> I am surprised too. <laughs> Every time you tell me a listener has reached out, I think we have listeners. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a lot, but the ones we have are the best. <laughs> no, actually, actually, still, I'm still, I'm still surprised. Some of the, some of these episodes, and it's, it's truly, it's, it's also depending on on the level of card the UFC puts out. But some of the viewership numbers are truly insane. I, That's I would, good. I would have never thought. That's why I think, I think Tyra should get us the best amount of new listeners but we both know no one knows who tyra is nope nope oh i i will say though buy this man just buy this man food he's a good instagram follow uh he's and he like clearly when you look at the kid doing the post-fight interview you can tell he's just a fun person follow him on instagram like who, i like tyra who, a lot tyra yeah i like tyra a lot man any any final thoughts on the weekend or the week in UFC and the happenings? Dunces, all of them, just dunces. Lost and take. yet, just despite that, a lot of fun, a lot of love. Yeah, look, the undercard of this of this abysmal fight night. I it, I I truly I am sad for these guys, dude. Hung Sung Peace of Mind Park. So good. His nickname is Peace of Mind. So oh, the best. For we're all one, pal. We are all one. Yes. And that's as so told, good. Um 
next Saturday. I'm already in Belgrade. No podcast. Oh, yeah. No podcast on Sunday. Okay, so not this week, but next week. Yes. I pay $10 and I watch MMA all week. I'd say so. I'd say so. I'd say okay. so. It's, it's, all right. If you're, at, if you're interested in MMA and if you want to see like the, some of the best talent in the world on, in one did place. Danny Nealon, did Danny Nealon do IMMAF? Uh, we, know, we know that, that the, the angry young man in, 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 in the UK did it for like 36 fights. Um, uh, I forget his name, but did Danny do it? I wonder how I yes, would find that. Out. Yes. She if did. she if she's there, I'm gonna I'll, I'll uh, shoot you a message on Instagram so you can say hi because she is a friend of the show. Danny Nealon. Particip- yeah, she's she did 2017. Am- she's the yes. uh, she lost in 2017. I think she was in the championship. Yep. She's now a flyweight. She's a coach. She so she'll. I thought she coached the team. I wasn't sure. Probably. And yeah. uh, she is going to fight in March for the Invicta 115 belt. She's going to fight Tina Black. So good. Very good stuff. She uh she actually another she's a another IMMF alumni will probably and hopefully fight soon for the belt. That's Mano Furo. and then you have Mokaev. Who signed, yeah. signed an eight fight deal with the UFC? Yeah. So yeah. there is there is a path through the IMMF to, to get did very Mavs, good. Did Mavsar Evolev fight in? I mean, who? Well, how would I know? All right. Let me look. Let me just look because that's just another. No, I don't have him. No. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Okay. All so right. we're done. We're done. I'm done. We're I'm through. Done. I think we broached all the important topics i'm excited for the pay-per-view me too i'm excited for randy rude boy brown yes i'm excited for imaf yes and i'm excited to not wake up early and do a podcast next week you the fuck is my person on the earth bro let's go <laughs> i'm the boss Joe Warner! What's up, Biggie Apple?